Welcome back, everybody. Take a break with Steve. Steve and James. Good to see you, my friend. How's it going this week? Another beautiful day in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, weather's always great. I hear it's quite hot in uh, New York. It was hot. It's rainy. It's hot. It's rainy. It's, it's all over the place. It went from 90 to 60. It's like crazy. Alex. Wow. It's crazy. So bring, bring a coat, but wear shorts if you're coming to visit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> when are you back? Are you back soon or no? Uh, next week. Uh, next week I'll be, I'll be around. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we should go out. Connecticut and, and, and Queens. I'll be there. All right, cool. All right. What do we got this week, Alex? We're going to talk a little, we're going to talk some ducks and we're going to talk some adults, adults and ducks and one adult duck. Uh, we're going to talk V for Vendetta. Voila! In view, a humble vaudevillian veteran cast vicariously as both victim and villain by the vicissitudes of fate. This visage, no mere veneer of vanity, is a vestige of the Vox Populi, now vacant, vanished. However, this valorous visitation of a bygone vexation stands vivified and has vowed to vanquish these venal and virulent vermin, vanguarding vice and vouchsafing the violently vicious and voracious violation of volition. We're going to talk boys because season three is just about to hit and it's only getting more popular. Homelander? The boy's okay. Uh, and then we're going to talk about Howard the Duck. Darkwing Duck. Yeah, you're going to be surprised with this Darkwing Duck, Alex. I think you'll be oh, taken back a little bit. I'm a fan. Uh, not me. <laughs> I think you'll be taken aback by the prices, though. Maybe. Hopefully. Okay. All right. What are we starting with? Yeah, let's talk V for Vendetta, a classic. Yeah. So, so I think it's one of those uh, Mount Rushmore books. Definitely. You know, it, it, you know, you got Killing Joke, you've got, uh, you know, A Dark Knight, Watchmen, V for Vendetta, sort of on that same mm-hmm. Mount Rushmore of comics. You're starting to see a very big uptick on pricing on those Mount Rushmore books. You see it with Dark Knight. We've talked about Watchmen and everyone else. For some reason, this book hadn't ticked up recently, but now it's ticking up recently again. It's ticking I think up. people are just knowing that things are getting old, you know? So yeah. you start getting your, your favorites. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely, definitely ticking up. So, um, so I'm going to run through very quickly uh, the 10 issues. Um, some of them are very, very low pops. And I think the pop is key here yeah. uh, in terms of the price. The, the, the scarcity of the pop is going to dictate the price more than the individual books because you can buy the books raw. They printed a yeah. lot of copies. Yeah, they're out there. It's really dictated by how hard it is to get in high grade. So V yeah. for Vendetta number one uh, was September of 1988. There's 417 9.8s. 
Wow. Printed a lot of copies of this book. Yeah. Alan Moore's story, David Lloyd cover and art. Obviously, uh, uh, the, uh, who is the, I'm the blank, the lead in the, in the movie? Um, Vigo? Vigo? V- Wasn't Vigo? No, not Vigo. Vigo Mortensen? No. No, no. It's, uh, Hold he on. was in The I'm... Matrix. He was in, he was, he was the Red Skull. He was Red Skull. He was uh, Elrond, the, the elf in Lord of the Rings. Hugo Weaving. That's the one. Hugo Weaving. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, V for Vendetta, number one, uh, Natalie Portman. That was a great movie, by the way. Fantastic. Great movie. I think they did a great job. Okay. I think it's one uh, of the best still. Yeah. So, it's 300 to $350. Number two, there's 48 9.8s. I could not find any for sale. Wow. That's crazy. Number that's three, a big jump. right? Number three has 68 9.8s, those are about 150 bucks. Number four is the lowest pop. This is the hard one to get 34 9.8s, can't find them. Number five is only 38 9.8s. These are all about $200 each, by the way, if you can find them. Yeah, number six, 46 9.8s. Number seven, 56 9.8s. These are all very low numbers, Alex. That's number crazy. eight, 74 9.8s. So number eight is the second most populous one. Number nine is 55 9.8s. And number 10 is 43 9.8s. I, if you, I would just buy a set if you can get your hands on them. Uh, I think they're going to be very, very Press valuable. Press and send them. Press and send them. Yep. Yeah. All That's right. Crazy. What do we got next, Alex? Uh, let's talk about season three, which is about to hit the boys. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this stuff is really taken off. Um, talk a little bit about how it started at DC Wildstorm, then went to dynamite and now it's on Amazon prime. Um, you said it. So DC Wildstorm had it. I think the sales were a little low and then it was getting really risky, really quick. And DC got a big parent company. They had a lot of people to, 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 you know, uh, to, to, to you know oversee them so you don't you, you know you have to kind of toe the line dynamite it's nick brucci's company you can do whatever you want so he was like bring it over here you can have what you can do literally anything you want and that's what they did and then that series ran for a very long time i want to say like five years worth of worth of issues um beginning to end all you know it, i think maybe you know 20 or something was with dynamite uh and up but yeah big big series i think it ended way before the it got even picked up so, yeah. So the boys, number one, DC Wildstorm, October of 2006, 695 blue label, 93 gold label, 9.8. Those are 350 to $400. Wow. They're about $175 and 9.6. Uh, first appearance of Butcher, Terror, Huey and A-Train, Garth Ennis Story, Derek Robertson, cover and art. Then in 2009, the boys, they did a dynamite edition, which reprints boys number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only eight 9.8s, and that's only about a $100 book, uh, even though it's just, even though it, it's, it's a new version of number one. Now you get into all the special editions, which is really what I wanted to go through, because some of them are ace books, and some of them were pulped, Alex. I mean, not pulped in the sense that they were destroyed, but they hadn't, haven't or hadn't been released. They're starting to come onto the market now. I don't, I can't remember what caused all of our delays with this stuff, um, but they're very, very Paper tough to find if you maybe, can find them. Yeah. yeah. So, so the boys, number one, we did an Ace Universe and PMX event exclusive. That's the one that we had the signing 
with Anthony and Erin, and they did an Erin cover and an and a Anthony cover, which were, were, were splash pages from the book. Yep. A very, I, we, we only released, I think, 75 of them. There wasn't so many, there yeah. Six, yeah, there's only six 9.8s. Uh, those are about $250 right now, but I, I, you can't even find them. Then there's the Virgin Edition. There are 58 blue label, 80 gold label 9.8s with one 9.9. I don't think we ever sent those out. Wow. Uh, I think we sold them or maybe we sold them onesies, twosies, but they're not available for sale. Then there's the Homelander Edition and then the Starlight Edition. Again, not necessarily pulped. Uh, Jason Irizarry has them from Comic Book Exposure. He's a CGC mm -hmm. guy. Comic yep. Exposure? Comic Exposure, uh, yeah. He's got, he's got some. He's got some. So he got them signed by Garth in Kansas City. So he will have those up for sale very soon. Uh, very, very hard to find. Then there's the free Comic Book Day edition, only 19.9.8s. Those are selling for about $50. Then you get into some really, really rare ones, which you should look for. The Boys Number One, they reprinted it in 2021 for Rhode Island. Yep. Zero pop, $25 raw, limited wow. to 1999. Wow. Then they did a Virgin Edition, no logos, marks, $35 raw, limited to $499. Then they did a Sketch Edition, limited to $299, zero pop, and that's a $60 raw book. These are the books I'd be looking for, Alex. Then about a year later, we did a, a blue foil, red foil edition and, and uh, Dynamite issued a silver foil. We only printed 150 copies each. They have not been released yet. I think they're, they were, they're getting signed by both Derek and we were waiting for Garth. We finally got them signed. They're dual signed. They have not been released yet. I'll get you a copy. Yeah, dibs. Dibs on at least one. <laughs> dibs, right. I know. You, have, you, have, you get preferential treatment. So the Plus. red foil edition and the blue foil edition have not been released yet. Um, Jason should have those too. Uh, the silver foil one was released by Dynamite. There are 16 9.8s and that's only a $50 book because I think they released it in the general, like they released the full run of them, not limited. This one is very, very tough to find. Ben Temple Smith variant cover, which was from Comic Tom 101, Gem Mint and Mill Greek Comics and share, it's a share, uh, Mill Greek Comics yeah. shared exclusive, right? So 10 to $12 raw, you can't find these books. The Virgin cover, only 14 9.8s. That's about a $100 book and $18 worth. These are hard to find. I would buy these. Wow. And then Galaxy Con did one, two, three, four, five versions. So we'll go through the five Galaxy Con versions in 2022 by Michael Gatos. Uh, the basic edition is $15 raw, limited to 1,000. Okay. They did a blank sketch cover edition. Those. which is about $20 raw, also limited to a thousand. Then there's the Virgin edition, limited to 400, which is about $18 raw. Then there's a black and white edition, not to be confused with the blank sketch edition, right? limited to 350, $20 raw. And then a ver black and white Virgin edition, limited to 250, $25 raw. These are very, very hard to find, Alex. Very hard. So I'd be looking at those. Okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. Alex, Alex's pick of the week. What do you got for us, Alex? Well, you know me. I love Star Wars. Uh, surprise. 
but I was looking at celebration just ended uh, in Hanaheim and I was like, like, I was just very curious to see what was, what were people trading? What, what is the, what is the mm-hmm. hot items from celebration mm-hmm. and the Funkos win the day. The, there was an Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, like he was like a force ghost. Um, and then there was a Grogu that was like diamond colored, like sprinkled. They were very limited. I believe there's only 3000 each, if I remember correctly, but the set of those are going for about $750 on eBay. Wow. And then it goes, and then it goes down from there. There's like a, a star Wars high Republic, three book like leather bound set that are signed. Those are going for like $700. And it's just, it, it's such a. Every every item from every big uh, booth, and, and, you know, the book people, the toy people, Funko, um, video games, regular board games, any booth that's there that is an official sponsor always has an exclusive. So almost every bit of merchandise out of that show is an exclusive to that show. Right, right. They all sell out. Everybody there is buying one, at, trying to buy one. So trying to, you know, trying to see, trying to at the, you know, on the flip side, trying to find them for sale. So, you know, you, you hopefully get them is it's going to be extremely hard. Right, 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 right. Okay. So, uh, they, they, I saw a lot of cool stuff come out of there. There's a lot. A lot yeah, of cool a lot. stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, what do we got next, Alex? Uh, the best adult duck, uh, and my, one of my favorite, um, um, Lucasfilm movies, Howard the Duck. Yeah. So we're closing out with two duck stories tonight. Uh, Howard the Duck. I, I guess it's nostalgia. Uh, is there a reason why you see this book popping? So, I mean, these these vintage books are popping. Yeah, it's nostalgia. Um, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a huge success when it came out. I mean, it was a hit. They made it. I think there was up to like twenty issues. Um, big Steve Gerber uh, fans love them. But you know, you're just looking at Bronze Marvel, and it's it, you know the the more we get away, the the more it's um, you know we get away from the seventies and eighties, which were we're getting really far away. The scarcity of some of these books in good condition. Um, and also, you know, a movie. He was in the Gardens of the Galaxy as background. He was in What If. He, he keeps popping up everywhere. So people love him. Yeah. So Howard the Duck, number one, January of 1976. Wow. I was three years old. Uh, 93, 9.8. It's about a thousand dollar book today and $450 in 9.6. Yeah, first appearance of Beverly Switzler, Spider-Man appearance, Jay Jonah Jameson cameo, Steve Gerber story, Frank Bruner, and Steve Laiola art, Frank Bruner cover. Yep. This next one's going to blow you away, Alex. What are we closing with? Darkwing Duck. Are you sitting down? I, I, I'm really excited to talk about Darkwing Duck. Big fan. Tell Disney Afternoon, about- big fan. Okay, tell me about Darkwing Duck and why these comics are blowing up. Like, ridiculous uh, blowing up. Darkwing Duck was a Disney afternoon cartoon, you know, along with, like, Chippendales Rescue Rangers, uh, Tailspin, DuckTales. It was the first Disney afternoon or Disney property that was made for TV that wasn't, that didn't really center around an already an already property. DuckTales was was a Donald Duck uh, spinoff. The, the, you know, Uncle Scrooge had been in the comics for a long time. Um, Tailspin was the Jungle Book, just re- retooled. Um, you had Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, which was Chippendale, who'd been around Disney forever. Darkwing Duck was completely brand new, um, much like Gargoyles. And, you know, 
it was just a fan favorite. People love this stuff. People love the Disney afternoon. I mean, it spawned like the Disney adventures, uh, little magazine. You can buy it at newsstands. Um, and it was just around forever. Um, they tried to they rebooted it a couple of times in the comics. You know, they, they, at, he was in the DuckTales reboot. Um, you know, again, fan favorite, nostalgia, great theme song. I mean, these books are book. blowing up. I mean, these books are going crazy. No, there was no merch. Disney Afternoons had like one quick toy line and that was it. There was nothing else to get. Okay. So Darkwing Duck Limited Series number one from November of 1991. Walt Disney Publications, John Blair Moore Story Cover and Art. 56 9.8s, 45 9.6s. It's an almost $400 book today. That's crazy. There's a limited edition version of with 11 9.8s. I couldn't find them raw or graded. And if it's $400 for a 9.8 of the regular version, I don't even want to think what a limited would sell for if it came up. Crazy. Okay. Darkwing Duck number one, 50-50 covers by Magic Eye and James Silvani. Yep. June of 2010. So it was almost 19 years later. Yep. Okay. Yeah. There are 26 9.8s. Only 26 9.8s, $30 raw, can't find it. Wow. Can't find it graded. Okay. There's a variant cover C, which has a Dark Knight Returns homage on it. Zero pop. Wow. Can't find it. Okay. Now, now you're getting into the big ones. Because there's different Dark Knight homages. There's they're slightly variant. They're both the dark variant. night homages. One has one has a, a lightning bolt that's a little bit more pronounced than the other one. Okay. Yep. The James Silvani 2010 San Diego Comic Con, seven nine point eight, Dark Knight number one homage, a thousand dollars and hundred twenty-five dollars royals. Wow. Then there's the New York Comic Con Virgin Edition, only one nine point eight. It's a two hundred fifty dollar raw book, which means that's double the raw of the San Diego one. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, the more pronounced lightning, second print with two different covers. There are six 9.8s. That's about a $300 book, $85 plus raw. Then they did these variants on subsequent issues intermittently. They're crazy. Darkwing Duck number number six variant, December of 2010, zero 9.8s, $20 to $30 raw. That's an old Batman. I can't remember the issue number. It's a Batman homage. Then Darkwing Duck number seven variant, December of 2010. $400 in, I'm sorry, yeah, number seven yeah. is $400 in 9.6, $100 at Raw. Jeez. That's the Batman number one homage. Okay. Number eight, January of 2011, seven 9.8s. That's a $400 book. Batman 227 homage. Gravy. Darkwing Duck number 11, April of 2011. 12 to $20 Raw, that would easily be a $400 book. It's got a zero pop. It's a Batgirl number one homage. Yep. I think you can buy these books for a dollar or two, Alex. Yeah, you just got to find the right store. Yep, totally. Darkwing Duck number 12, May of 2011. $400, $20 to $25 raw, X-Men number 141 homage. You got to find the homage covers of Darkwing Duck. Yep. They're hot. Yep, wow. All the homage covers. We talked about that with Fringe, the comic book. Nobody cares about that TV show, but the homage covers are, are Darkwing, huge. Alex, Darkwing Duck? <laughs> I wish. I wish I bought these. Get out of here. I know. Get out of here. I know. All right, Alex, that was another great episode. If you have any questions or comments, please leave them in the field below. Thank you for joining us, and we will see everybody next week. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Thanks, guys.